3: All right. Good morning or good afternoon, depending upon when you're actually listening to us. This is Saturday, but if you're listening to us on Tuesday on the replay hour, thank you for doing that. We appreciate it very much. Myself today, Larry Unger stepping in for Dennis Brewster today. Actually, that was my decision. I'm going to be gone next weekend. So I asked Dennis if he'd handle all three hours next week, which he kindly said yes. So he is he and Mm -hmm. Pam are out running around doing some things. So, Dennis, if you're listening, thanks. We appreciate that very much. But Larry's stepping in. Larry normally answers phones, so you guys that call in normally hear him anyways or speak to him, I should say. So, Larry, thanks for stepping in.
4: Not a problem. Glad to do it.
3: Appreciate it. All right. We are here to answer calls, so if you've got a question for us at all, please let us know. 303-477-5600. You can text us as well, and these we can answer really all week long. 307-200-8222. Again, that number, 307 200 8222, and a lot of you do text throughout the week, and I appreciate that, and we get those answers back to you guys that way. So keep that in mind. If you ever got some question that comes up, you are more than welcome to use that tool and you know, let us know what's going on, and we will uh, get back to you. And sometimes it's not always me answering it. Sometimes I've got to go dig into some of the folks that we use, some of our sponsors and so on. And, and by the way, thanks all the sponsors. We appreciate each and every one of them. It's because of them that we're able to do this on a – Weekly basis, as well, but Larry, I wanted to talk today about mainly because of you and I were talking before the show today I've looked at a lot of houses recently, and for several reasons that I won't get into, but I've looked at some and I will say that the one of the first things and this I think this is true for most people one of the first things you look at, of course, is what's all the living space and all that look like, and that's you know that's a given you're you're going to look and see what's the layout of the house and all of that, but I know one of the things that especially is true for women, but I think even we men tend to to take a peek at the bathrooms. Yes. And, you know, what do they look like? How are they arranged? And not not just in, in how big are they, but just, you know, what do they look like? And there have been some lately that I've walked into, and you just you stand there for a moment, and you're just like, there's a lot going on in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're just like, okay. I'm not really sure what the whole you know grand idea was on, you know, on on the bathroom here and what people's intentions were. But th- there's a lot going on here, and the problem. For, and this is something to think about, folks. The problem is when somebody doesn't particularly care for the way the bathroom has been done, and you go to sell bathrooms and kitchens are really kind of that focal point of what people look at and part of that is because they're the two most expensive areas in the home to go in and redo. Absolutely. So that's why they're scrutinized like they are. Yes. So we'll talk today about some some do's and some don'ts and I think probably the first thing to do is we'll start with the negative and Finish with some of the positives. And by the way, if you've got a comment on this or even a question along these lines, please let us know, 303-477-5600, and we'll chat with you. So, Larry, you you're you know what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and you know, the funny thing is most do, and yet some don't do what we're going to go through today.
4: Well, you know, when you go into a bathroom, the first thing you see is the lighting. True. So you're looking at that going – is that functional? Is it going to work for me? Or do I need to change it? True. And Good point. My my first thought is when I go into a house, what am I going to have to replace? Yes. What am I going to have to repair? Yes. Because
3: yes. that goes into your total cost. Yeah. Exactly.
4: And when you go into a bathroom, this is one of the things I learned in my own time frame. When I got into my house, the floor was a one-piece anoleum floor. Okay my wife decided in her ultimate wisdom that she wanted to put tile okay so we put in the glue and tile well over the years that's fine and dandy but if something would overflow the bathtub the sink the toilet anything anything it goes through the floor and if the bathroom happens to be upstairs over another room you got a major problem good point yeah good point So, if you're going to replace those kind of floorings, you want to do it with a one-piece floor. Okay. And make sure it's sealed all the way around, including the heater vent.
3: Okay. I, by the way, I can't disagree with anything you said there. I think the other thing that I see, and this is personal, and I know a lot of folks out there don't mind this, but I am... I am well, I'm an anti-carpet guy, period. That's just me. And I don't like carpet in a house, period. Part of it is because of what I've always done as a, you know, technician and being outside, and I've just never been one of those guys where every time you come in the house, you know, I just don't want to take my shoes off every time you come and go. I just right. I'm not that guy. Uh to me it's you're I'm doing too many things typically outside then back in and I just I'm not that guy. So there's a little secret of who I am. So I just i I hate, you know, having to walk in and take your shoes off because you know you don't want to mess up carpet so to me having a hard surface floor is is you know much better and the one thing that i am totally against and it's just again personal preference is i do not like carpet in bathrooms and in fact i read an article today about some of the don'ts of bathrooms and that is putting any kind of material in a bathroom that becomes unsanitary
4: oh sure carpet
3: carpet is one of those items that becomes unsanitary in a bathroom especially.
4: If you don't plan to go in there and shampoo regularly, yes, you're going to have a problem. That's right. Now the throw rugs that you put in front of like a toilet or a sink or something to keep your feet warm rather than walking on cold linoleum, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I can take those out, throw them in the, in the washing machine, and-,
3: and there's even alternative, and I'll tell you some things along those lines too. There, there are ways to even make that floor, that hard surface floor, warm. There's things now. There's new inventions <laughs> that we now have that would they would make that easier. And, and real quick to to, to kind of uh, you know refer back to what you know Larry was talking about. You know, if you've got one of those upstairs bathrooms, you're worried about some of that you know water flowing and so on. There's underlayment that you can put in that essentially makes it a one piece floor, protects that underside where if there is any water that gets underneath there. It's not going anywhere other than in just that room itself. So there's ways to do that, or there are one-piece, you know, floors you can do as well. So you can kind of look at that two different ways. But I'm I'm not a a carpet guy uh, because of the reasons I just said. Joe, what's going on, sir? How's Jersey today?
0: Uh, Jersey's actually pretty nice. It's sunny, 24, blue sky, so it's uh, kind of nice weather. Uh, no snow in the forecast. They don't get a lot of snow here. So all right, That's, uh, bris, bris- Anyway, a comment and then a question in terms of what uh, women notice. Um, funny you should mention, uh, as you know, we moved into this new house 14 months ago, and we've been doing, like, everything. Uh, a couple of months ago, my wife decided, now, unusually, in, it's a four-bedroom house, but all four bedrooms are upstairs. We have a full bath on the ground floor. Okay. Uh, and in that full bath, there's a kind of a one-piece plastic insert you know, shower-tub combination. Right. It's a mold, molded one-piece. Well, she's now decided, even though in 14 months nobody's ever used that, <laughs> that we need to replace <laughs> that. Of course. <laughs> and she wants to pull it out and then either put in, uh, she definitely wants to put a, uh, a tile wall behind it, you know, actually she pulls out the one-piece. And then the next question is, do we put a tub back in or just make it a three-quarter with a tile wall? And a tile floor, that's a great question. A nicer
3: no, that's a great so, question, you know. and that's something I wanted to, to talk about. So, you brought up something I was going to get to anyway, so this is perfect timing, Joe. Uh, I really think it depends now. I've again, this is my personal, um, you know, feelings on things, and I know I've even got some family members that sometimes disagree with me, but Joe, I I think the trend will even tell you that I'm right. The trend is. To to do away with the bathtub, put a nice stand-up shower, even with a seat, something along those lines in it, uh, especially on that main floor like that, I just think that's the trend. In fact, there's a lot of new homes being built that are going that direction where the tubs are being eliminated or they're doing, you know, one soaker tub somewhere in the house where if, you know, you've got kids or something, you want to, you know, have a tub. Now, I also know that if you're a family and you've got a lot of kids, you need those bathtubs, that's a different scenario. But, you know, outside of that, Joe, I think the trend is to not do tubs.
0: And I, I think I would agree with you, John, because we have two tubs. You know, we have a jacuzzi tub in the master, and then we have a, a tub in full bathroom, guest bathroom upstairs. So on those rare occasions when somebody wanted to soak in the tub, you know, we've got you got Yeah, you, tubs, yeah, you have upstairs. the ability
3: to do so. So, yeah, and in that case, yeah, I think you're, you're answering your own question. I would do a, a nice, you know, shower is what I would do.
4: Well, you've got so many yeah, so different I'm- options to do with that. You know, you got walk-in yeah. Showers with tubs that you can close the door and sit down if you decide to right. take a bath or if you want to take a shower, it's right there. Right, So you don't have that full right. bathtub.
3: In my, in my house, Joe, with all the bathroom remodels I've done over the past, you know, four or five years, uh, I left one tub in the master and everything else has is now a, a stand-up shower with, you know, a nice seating area. And in big, you know, we enlarged them a little bit at the same time yeah. to where it's a nice big shower and, you know, you got plenty of room. I mean, I hate, just personally speaking, I hate you know, dinky, teeny showers. I mean, I'm not the smallest of individuals, and, you know, I, I just like <laughs> having room in the shower. And to me, that, you know, even if you can somehow even extend it one way or the other, even into the room a teeny bit to give that extra elbow room in the shower, I think it pays off down the road.
0: Yeah, and I just, and it, it's down the road is a key, because I just find it ironic. We're going to spend, I don't know, three to $4,000 to redo a shower that in 14 months nobody's come close sure. to using.
3: Sure, sure. <laughs> And sure.
0: Probably never will. Probably never will. By the way. No, but what
3: you're, you know, what you're looking at there, and this is a tip for everybody else as well. Is you know, at least for me, you know, that house is an investment and in something that you may not live in forever. And if you ever have to sell it and do something different along those lines, you want to make it as sellable and stand out among your competitors if it comes to that. and some of the things we're talking about, Joe does that.
0: It, it does. It really does. Uh, and speaking of that, by the way, uh, just an update. The generator that we ordered in July is now scheduled for install February 10th. Wow.
3: <laughs> that far. And, and now what is, and what's the lead time now? Because you, you were actually ahead of it back then. What is it like now?
0: You know, I haven't asked, uh, you know, but back then it was 24 weeks for one, uh, and 40 weeks for the larger one. Wow. And obviously 40 weeks is nine months. So we did 24, 24, I think became 27, um, you know cuz we're well over 6 months from the date date of order. Right. Uh I, I can't imagine uh I, I you know I'm I'm going to call and ask just No, it be, it'd be I, it
3: would be good information just you know future shows or something be good information to have.
0: Yep. Oh well, yeah, if anybody out there is thinking about they want a gen set for next winter, if you want to have it installed by next you winter, you better get I going.
3: You, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, like next do it order it next week if <laughs> right. you want to have it installed. Hey, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, I think you're, I think you're spot on. So no, that's good. No, I think you're on the right track, Joe. And then that's, you know, that's how I would look at it. And I've got some other tips along those lines as well that I think, again, I think at times, you know, folks makes mistake on it. And by the way, I'm by no means an interior decorator or anything along those lines, but you know, have enough common sense to tell you that, you know, this pattern doesn't go with that pattern and this color doesn't go with that color. And yet, Joe, I see all those mistakes made over and over again.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, Parts of my wife and and uh, her sit and her sister, by the way, is quite the interior decorator. So
3: you'll be fine had, then.
0: Yeah, we've had great great luck with uh, color choices and tile choices. So I'm, I'm well, I don't have to worry about that. All I got to do is is write the check. Yeah. So, so I get, you know, one uh, thing
3: too, <laughs> just as a side note, that they've made huge huge advancements in as well. Things again, I learned by doing you know bathrooms in my own house is shower doors are not what they used to be. You know, you no longer have to do the cheap aluminum trimmed gold or you know silver aluminum trimmed frosted glass. They make some really really nice shower doors now that that really add to the room too depending upon what your you know end goal is there.
0: John she's she's way ahead of you. She's been on the Home Depot and Lowe's website. Nice. She's way she's way way ahead of you. This nice. Is, you know, by the way do do you think there's ever ever going to be a point where she's done with remodeling projects? No. I mean, you know no. So it's been every floor, every light fixture, you
3: know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No is the answer. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's funny. All right. Good stuff. Joe, right, I appreciate guys. it, man. Right. We we'll love you. Thanks for calling in. I got a few more tips along what Joe just said a moment ago too. he just triggered my uh, my mind there on a couple of things. So we'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Anything else though, you guys have questions, comments, things you'd like to add to the conversation or completely different topic we can do whatever you'd like 303-477-5600 and again if you're listening on tuesday or even today you can text us 307-200-8222 myself larry younger we'll be right back though don't go anywhere fix it radio klz 560
2: rates are low but are you still paying too much interest Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the Asset Manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The Asset Manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720 Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720 Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself, you're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. equal credit lender.
3: Did you know that all insurance companies and their agents are not equal? They aren't equal in service, how they handle claims, or how they protect you, the customer, in the case of an accident, especially one that is not your fault you want the best insurance company and agent to represent you that money can buy and i have found paul lewenberger at american national insurance an a-plus rated insurance company paul will go the extra mile for you and help you find the right coverage that meets your needs he can handle your home auto rv boat atv rtv motorcycle second home or your life insurance Paul will truly look out for your best interest and make sure you have the coverage you need. Don't buy insurance from people you don't know and have never met. Buy from a locally trusted agent that I've known for 10-plus years. Paul Leuenberger, American National Insurance, 303-662-0789. Or find him at drive-radio.com or at fixitradio.com.
1: You're having serious cash flow problems with your business. Instead of making money, you're in debt up to your ears, maxing out your credit cards. John's been there. He knows how to help you climb out of that hole, but he doesn't want you to get to that point in the first place. Call him now before you're in a desperate spot. He will protect you from making the same mistakes he made as a young business owner. Turn a profit in any environment. Email john at rushtoreason.com now for a free consultation.
5: Back when he had one service van and no money, Lewis knew he had one shot at success, happy customers. A lot of HVAC companies offer what Lewis likes to call the taillight guarantee, meaning once you watch them drive away, you're not getting any more help. Even before Absolute became an HVAC company, back when they only offered electrical services, Lewis made a different kind of promise. From the call to your care, we'll be there 24-7. To this day, you can ask anyone at Absolute about their top priority as a company, and they will start talking about customer service. Lewis never lost sight of that one key to success as he continued to add new services. Even now that Absolute offers boiler services, a famously hard-to-find skill set known for unresponsive technicians, Lewis only hires people who commit to their customers long-term. Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air will come back long after their taillights disappear. Schedule an appointment 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at AbsoluteFix.com.
6: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air.
3: All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Larry Unger. Charlie Grimes, of course, with us. You can call us if you'd like, 303-477-5600. Producer Ann actually has a question on countertops for both kitchen and bath that I I will get to because I think that's a really great question. One of the things, though, I wanted to do was run through some of the current trends, which Larry and I were talking during the break. This is where you really, in my opinion, have to be careful. You may love a current trend and think it's great, but will it be that trend in 5 years or 10 years?
4: Nope, that's going to happen.
3: And I I'm with Larry. I think you have to be really careful on some of these things and I'm more of that, you know, take that conservative approach. Of course, that's you guys know me, but I'm the conservative approach. Don't get super wild with things. Uh, you may like it and love it, but the next person may not, and I'm one where I like to keep things pretty neutral maybe is the best way to say that you know and and knowing that again even in that case you may not meet all of the masses and and who likes it but you need to do it in a way where you're catching at least 80 percent of them in my opinion if you're looking to do something down the road to resale now if you're looking at this as your you know your last home and you're never going to do anything with it and you're going to die there knock your socks off i guess (laughs) the problem (laughs) with that statement i just said a moment ago is who knows Everything changes. Yeah, who knows? Exactly. I mean, you, you, life changes. Things happen. We age. You know, med- medical things can come up. Uh, different things with family can come up that forced moves. I mean, Joe's a great example. And I think Joe, if you had talked to him five years ago, would have said, oh, yeah, I'll be in Colorado forever. But he had some family things that changed. And you guys all know the story. You've heard him talk about it. And now he's in New Jersey. And he, yeah. he left a really nice place here down south and ended up in Jersey. So he's a, he's a great example. You just don't know. Where things are going to head. So my feeling is, uh, be careful with some of the trends, especially if you're doing multiple bathroom remodels in your home. If, if you just got one, you know, powder room and you want to get extravagant, and it's not that big of a deal to tear it all out and redo it, then I guess you know, knock your socks off. But and here's here's some of the trends right now for 2022, and I'll give you my opinion on some of these Scul- sculptural. Taps, in other words, fancy faucets. Okay. And I'm here to tell you, folks, you can spend a lot of money on faucets.
4: Yes, you can.
3: Now, I am a believer in quality faucets. I think that's one thing that a lot of folks do is they'll redo a bathroom, do it really nice, and they use really cheap what I call contractor-grade you know, faucets, and then it sort of cheapens everything up. I've also seen some where the rest of the bathroom is pretty cheap, but it's got a $1,000 faucet. And I'm like, okay, none of of that really goes together. So that is a trend, though, is to do the sculptured faucets. Spa spaces, yeah, that is something that is a, a big trend. And frankly, I don't see that one going away. People are starting to use the the bathroom as kind of that getaway place. You know, they want to hang out for a while. They want to, you know, enjoy themselves, pamper themselves, whatever you want to call it. You know, they want to have that retreat, if you would. That one, I don't th- I don't see that one going away. In fact, that trend has has really, especially for us as Americans, it's sort of been there all along. Larry, it just continues to grow decade after decade after decade. Oh,
4: absolutely. That was my wife's one place to get away,
3: there you go. In a quiet zone. There you go. She would sit
4: there in a nice hot tub. Yep. And start reading her book. Yep. Light her candles. There you go. And be quiet.
3: And that is that is still a trend today. Yep. I agree with that trend. And those are the sorts of things to think about when you're doing a remodel. You know, depending again, depends on size and what you've got. Now, here's one that, and again, this isn't a biggie because it can be changed, but art in the bathroom is becoming a. Trend, frankly, I could care less about that. But, you know, some I guess for some people that's really a big deal. But that one is, okay, those are pictures and things like that that are movable, so knock your socks off. If you think you want to do that, then, you know, more power to you, you know, have at it. Uh, Arches, this is interesting. So, like, the doorway between like maybe the bathroom in the tub area or the bathroom and maybe the bathroom or the you know the where the toilet is the water closet we call it uh you know if there's no door there putting an arch in there instead of just leaving it open again that's a trend that i don't think one way or the other is going to affect anything either way they i will say they do look cool those arches do look cool they do yes so and they're but but they're typically not cheap to put in it's an added cost
4: not only they're not cheap but if somebody else decides they want to buy the house they may not like that particular
3: they may not again that's one of those trends that could go that's probably a 50-50 deal so you kind of have to you kind of have to watch that one here's one that i don't know that this is a deal killer i mean i guess if you can do it great uh, curved showers is becoming a trend now to me if you do a curved curved shower in a place where you're then taking up how should I say this? In other words, it's not the most efficient use of space. I wouldn't do it. I'm one where I would rather have a little larger space, and if it means not having a curve, then fine. I, I, again, I don't think curved showers are going to make or break uh, a shower, uh, but keep in mind the tile and the things that are used in a shower when you go curved changes. Yes. So And that can become almost trendy in and of itself, so be careful on that. And again, I, I would not. I would not take space away if that's what it meant. Now, here's one that I— If you can afford it, I do think this is a trend that isn't going to go anywhere. It's just a matter of whether or not you can afford it on the front side and how big the bathroom is and how you can utilize this. But that's semi-precious stone. So, you know, you look at some of the marbling or travertine or things along those lines where some of the veins of the stone itself show through. Yeah, yeah, those are things that make a bathroom look really, really nice. And it's, it's, again, it's trendy, but... It's to me that's not that trendy. Where as long as it fits with the rest of the house and the decor, go for it. I have no problem with that.
4: Well, the one thing I think you need to be cautious about is the texture on the walls. I know people like to we use you know wallpaper and different things like that. That's fine and dandy, but right. realize that if somebody else decides they want to buy your house, right. that may not be the texture you want. As that's an right. example. When I bought my house, the trend at that time was popcorn ceilings. Yes.
3: Yes, that was a big trend back in the day.
4: (laughs) Yep. So now, if I'm going to try to sell that house, to remove that popcorn ceiling and do a texture or something else, very expensive.
3: Yep. The next one, which this one I'm not a fan of. They say this is back. I never liked it when it was there. It now is back, and I would not do this, but that is green and pink in the... You know, in, in the tiles and things along those lines. I, I'm i not, first of all, I'm not a green guy and I'm not a pink guy. So both of those trends for me, that is very, very trendy. And I think that's one that you definitely could get caught on down the road where somebody would or would not like it. Me, I wouldn't like it.
4: No, and if, if I moved it, if I was looking at a house and they had those colors in there, I'm like you.
3: Yeah, I'm not into that. I'm running. Yeah, I don't like that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the next one is, and I've seen these, and I, again, this is another one I don't like finger tiles the little dinky little Ooh. tiles you run them up and down to me way too busy i i know that's a trend but i don't like it it makes your eyes do funky things and to me finger tiles may be trendy now but i could see that trend going away in the not too distant future so that's one i would not go well, down Well, you could
4: do so much with that because you could put a you know like a mosaic type of thing where it's got inlays of pictures or whatever
3: and some do no. yeah, yeah. it gets pretty crazy okay the next one I don't get this one. A jungle motif for the bathroom. (laughs) You talk about trendy. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't want to go into a bathroom where there's giraffes and monkeys and things like that swinging from the trees and murals on the wall. And no, sorry. (laughs) No, not going there. Now, this next one. I do like, and I do think this one, I don't even think this is a trend. I I just think this is going back to the way things were done even years and years ago, and that is using raw and natural textures, kind of going back to what Larry said a moment ago. So using, you know, in some cases here in Colorado, we've got, you know, uh, pine beetle uh, kill uh, all over the the state. Well, that that pine beetle will turn uh, some of those pine boards, you know, Depending upon where they're coming from and how they're sawed and so on, or how they're milled and so on, you can get a blue tint to some of those, and it's very, very pretty. Um, now, keep in mind, pine is a is a soft wood, so it depends on where you're using it at. But there are some folks that do some really beautiful work with some of our own Colorado, you know, beetle kill and and some of that. So that that's what we're talking about when it comes to some of those natural textures or using. Uh, you know, marble uh, tops instead of getting granite, things like that. And you know, granite, again, is also a natural surface. So, again, there, there's ways around that of using natural uh, products, I guess I should say, to do some finish work into where it is the finished product. And, no, I, again, to me, that's just going back to some of what was done re- turn of the century. Oh, absolutely. Past century, not this one.
4: But you've got to be careful because if you're putting it in a bathroom, that's a humid.
3: That's true. Humidity yes. area. That's exactly right.
4: So you want to be careful with yes.
3: that. <clears throat> uh, here's one that, again, this one's trendy. you got to be careful with it. I do think you can get by with this depending upon how much of it you do, and that's fluted finishes. So, you know, there's certain tile where it's fluted, or you can even do sinks and things like that. Again, I this kind of goes back in time because at one time a lot of things were fluted in a bathroom, and we kind of got away from that. Now it's kind of going back to that. And, again, as long as you're doing it tastefully, I don't think that's a big issue. Uh, terracotta tiles. That's very, very trendy, by the way. That is one that I would, frankly, stay away from. I don't see that one lasting. Uh, it gets very, again, it gets very, very busy. So terracotta, for those of you who don't know, that's like a blue tile next to a brown tile next to a reddish tile next to a, a black tile next to a white tile and it's all mixed together you know it's terracotta i don't know how else to explain it just go look up terracotta if you want and to me that is so trendy that yeah i probably wouldn't go that direction
4: no i wouldn't go down that way
3: uh, soft textiles, that's, a, that's something that's very trendy now, and what they mean by that is you know, some of the drapery or things along those lines. Again, I don't have a problem with those because that's more of what you want, and that can easily be changed by the next person if they so desire. So to me, that's not a huge issue. So you hang a drape up and the next person wants to change it out, you know, more power to them, that one's, a big, uh, you know, that one's not a big deal. Uh, I know we've got to take a break, but at this one Larry talked about earlier, by the way, but this one is statement lighting so if you've got maybe a bathroom that's got a higher ceiling and you've got the ability to put a really nice light fixture in there that just sort of stands out and makes a statement quote unquote yeah i don't have a problem with those not every bathroom has that ability is the issue
4: no and generally lighting for bathrooms are typically on the wall over the sink
3: that's right
4: so yeah there's a lot of things you can do with those right
3: here's another one that i would not do just just me because it's very busy and it's very very trendy and people either like it or don't but that's toe top to toe terrazzo. So terrazzo again is one of those stones where people either like it or you're like me and you hate it. I do not <laughs> like terrazzo. I just there's something about it where to me it just looks like a bunch of stuff got spilled on the tile and then they finished it off and left it and no I'm not a terrazzo guy at all and i'm guessing that's another one of those where if you went out and polled people it's probably a 50 50 deal some would like it some don't i'm i'm not a terrazzo guy at all charlie you no he's not either larry no okay so there's three of us right here that are not into granted we're men maybe this is a a woman thing but i i'm not i'm not it just gets too busy to me it's just one of those things where you start looking at it it's just too busy uh, here's one that's interesting, and I've not seen too many bathrooms done this way because it's very contemporary, and that is graphic lines. So, for example, you would take like a bathroom that's all done in white or a powder room even that's all done in white, and you would outline all the corners with black, for example. Very trendy. Again, I think that's a style. It's, you know, can you make it look good? Yes, but I think you have to be careful of what house is it going into yes. and how does it flow with everything else that's in that house uh uh this one i have no idea what this means japandi japandi style j-a-p-a-n-d-i japandi style i again that one this this has to do with japanese minimalist and scandy cool um yeah that one's so trendy i again depending upon your house and how things look i would i would stay away from that one um sherbert shades no nope That's another one that is so trendy now that down the road somebody else may come along and, no, they may not like those. And, again, these are things that have come back because they were there when we were – Charlie and Larry and I, when we were kids, these Sherbert shades were a big deal back then. Yes, they were. And they went away, and, frankly, they can stay away. I I don't (laughs) want them coming back. I never liked them as a kid don't like them now and again that one is so trendy that i would not go that direction so and i'll answer your question in a moment about the countertops larry and i will don't go anywhere this is fix it radio klz 560
1: your teenager is your biggest financial risk you buy reliable auto insurance in part to protect yourself from financial loss in case you get in a wreck with large repair expenses for your own vehicle but you also buy reliable auto insurance to protect yourself from lawsuits Now, you might not think you make enough money to be at risk of getting sued, but you do have a teenager who drives your car. Let's pose a little scenario that we heard from a real KLZ listener. Your granddaughter is driving your car and gets in a major wreck. You do have auto insurance, but it's not enough coverage. You only had the state minimums. So the other person's insurance company comes after you personally for everything they can get. For years afterward, part of your paycheck goes towards paying someone else's bills. With the right coverage, this could have been avoided. Get the auto coverage you need from Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Call 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789.
2: Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the Asset Manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 The Asset Manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720 500 Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720 500 Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself, you're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by door equal credit lender.
3: Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com.
6: Absolute Electrical Heating and Air knows their reputation as a business depends on their technicians. Most HVAC companies hire based on technical skill alone, but Absolute wants to be sure how their employees will treat their customers. At Absolute, every new hire must go through a rigorous training process, including an entire month of ride-alongs with more experienced technicians, proving both their technical aptitude and their commitment to customer service. Some HVAC companies actually train their staff to make customers feel uncomfortable because they think that's the most effective way to get a sale. Absolute has the opposite goal to make you and your home more comfortable They will never send a new tech out on a job alone until they hear glowing reports from long-term employees about how they treat their customers. It's easy to say you prioritize customer service, but happy customers prove it. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has more than 900 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5. Call now to schedule an estimate. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare. Absolute electrical,
3: heating, and air. All right, we're back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Larry Unger, Charlie Grimes as well. Producer Ann and Charlie during the break said the same thing. It's funny they're thinking alike. The that, this is Ann's comment. When I buy things, especially when we're talking about bathrooms and things like this, she analyzes how easy it is to clean. Ann actually professionally cleans houses for... A living outside of all the other things that she does for us. And, by the way, she's very, very good at it. I've I've seen her handiwork, and she does a, a really great job. In fact, we're going to do a show here in the not-too-distant future on how to properly clean certain things. Because she also made a comment that too many people who can afford the expensive things like natural stone, ornamental-type fixtures, and so on, don't keep it clean. It then ruins all of those products. Yes. She also said marble's an especially difficult stone to maintain. By the way, she is correct on all of that. And Charlie was even saying that, you know, when you are looking at all of these different designs and surfaces and so on, you really need to think through what's it going to be like if it's wet. So you're climbing out of the tub or the shower, that flooring you just put in, uh, let's say the bath mat all of a sudden is missing or something happened or the dog run off with it or the kids (laughs) or whatever. Now you're walking out onto a slick floor. You know, how does that work? Uh, And then on top of that, how are all of these surfaces to clean? I'll give you one example of a I don't know if it's a mistake I made, but um, I redid my master bath a few years ago. And, I, again, I don't know if this is a mistake or not because you go, go either way probably, but I used a black, kind of a black sparkly granite countertop for the, uh, the closet. We have some surfaces in the closets, and then I did the same surface on the countertop for the master bath. And while it looks really, really beautiful— That booger is the hardest thing to keep clean and make sure there's not a water droplet spot on it that you've ever seen. Now, the plus side is it's always clean Um, because you can see if it isn't. So, I mean, it is always, always clean. There's never a time it's not because you notice it right off the bat. But, man, is it a booger to keep that way. It's like a car, folks. It's the opposite of what people think. Dark cars show everything white cars show little of anything even when they're super super dirty the same is true with those surfaces inside your house a white marble or a not marble but a a white uh you know granite type top or or a white um i'm not thinking of the right wording here for the other type of top they use now i'll think of it in a second but a white countertop is a lot more forgiving than a really dark colored or a black one now in my case the black looks really cool and it and it stands out and it it's an eye catcher and it really does you know you get a chrome you know faucet coming out of the black I mean it looks it looks really really cool it it's you know it's dialed in just like a black car when it's clean looks really really sharp keeping it that way is the challenge
4: it's a chore that's
3: the, yeah it's yeah. a chore <clears throat> exactly so again those are things that I think all of us have made those mistakes the other thing I would also say is you know for those of you and you know, Joe Joe can attest this and his wife is is good at this. Uh, but when you start looking through how you're going to assemble these pieces together, so you've got in a typical bathroom, you've got, of course, flooring, you've got walls, which you can either paint, you can tile to a certain distance up, you can wainscot it, you can ship lap it, you can do whatever you want to as far as the walls go. You then have the shower area, which you're typically going to do either an insert or you're going to do some sort of a tile in the shower. And then you've also got cabinet with a countertop and most likely a backsplash. Yep. All of those have to be thought through. And how are you going to meet make each one of those, you know, come together and not offset one another? Some pictures that I was even looking at today of the do's and don'ts. And, I mean, folks, there are some designers or people out there that can, that can really start to get super busy When it comes to what's going on inside of the bathroom, there's actually one, believe it or not, they're using this as an example of what to do, and I would not do this. So this particular bath area has nice little square subway tiles, I would call them, but they're square. They're not, you know, they're not the long, you know, like like a four by six. These are like a four by four square tile. But then next to it over the sink that are running right into where the shower bath area is, is another like four by four tile with lines running through it that you make then a large design out of depending upon how you're laying the the tiles out and you start your eye starts looking at both of those and it's like wait a minute you either should have done one or the other combining those two together in this particular picture does not look great and then around the tub itself they tiled the outside of the tub you know they built an enclosure around the tub and tiled around it and they used like, they used like an octagon tile around that. So this thing's got a lot going on inside of it. And I again you know, I would be careful on how you assemble those things together. Again, what you're looking for, especially on the resale side, when you first walk in, what does it say? Is it clean? Is it nice? Is it presentable? Uh, I'm one where I, I I just me. I like nice, open, airy, bright I'm like Larry. I mean I want to be able to get in there and see what's going on. I don't like this dim lit, dark, you know, I, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go into a bathroom that feels like a cave.
4: Yep. And the other side of this and, and we haven't touched on it yet, but we everybody has towel racks in their bathrooms. Good one. If you don't have those towel racks mounted securely they can be pulled out of the wall if somebody Very stumbles true. or, or trips or whatever. So, the way to do that is to find where the choices are, and screw the towel racks into the joist and not just yes, the, good the, point. Not just the that's a uh, great point. Yep. Yeah.
3: You know, that's another one too. In fact, we'll talk about this when we come back. There are so many choice. This is a topic we could go weeks on. By the way, because there's so many different things to get into. And, again, what you really need to look at, too, of course, is budgets. You know, Joe just gave a budget of what they're looking at for their bathroom. And you really need to look at the budget side of this. And then on top of that, and I think this is really important, you also don't – even though you may like a lot of the things even that we just talked about a moment ago, if you just have a – a no offense, but if you're in a neighborhood, maybe you're a first-time home buyer, you bought a neighbor – you know, you bought a home in a neighborhood that's a track home and there's nothing fancy about it or any of the ones that are around you – You have to be careful to not overbuild your bathroom to where, you know, yeah, it may be great for you, but the person coming in, it's not adding any value to, you know, now it may separate your house from another one in the neighborhood. But my point is, you know, you really don't need a, you know, a $10,000 bathroom in a starter home. Right. So be careful how extravagant, quote unquote, you would go in some of these uh, remodels, if you would, because you could end up with things that, that never get paid back. So we'll talk about countertops in a moment as soon as we come back as well because there's a gazillion choices on that, by the way. We'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.
2: Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 500 the asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases. and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM7208950500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, Access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying. No more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. equal credit lender.
3: ARC Electric is family owned and operated since 1999. They specialize in all things electrical, commercial, and residential, and are specialists in living off the grid when it comes to your power needs. Exclusive electrician for Excel Energy's HomeSmart program and for Blue Ribbon Home Warranty. For security and customer service, they'll notify you via text message or phone call when a tech is dispatched to your home and also who that tech is so you know that when they're on the way and who is helping you. They also have a big announcement. They now offer HVAC. Arc Electric is also looking for team members that can troubleshoot and are great with customers and with technology. And as they add HVAC, those techs are needed as well. So for all your electrical heating and cooling needs, it's Arc Electric. That's Arc with a K. Call 303-656-3689. That's 303-656-3689. Or find them on the website, fixitradio.com. That's ARC Electric, ARC with a K. The rebate
1: program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Leuenberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303 6620789. 303
7: 6620789. For a limited time, KLZ listeners who purchase a high efficiency American standard furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace. 720 526 0231. Unlike other air purification systems that produce ultraviolet light, the Solus air filters from Absolute contain up to two UV lamps, as well as an oxidation bulb, providing another layer of purification. By purifying both the return and the supply, this Solus air solution protects the blower motor inside your furnace while cleaning the air in your ducts powerful enough to purify the air flowing quickly through your system the solace air solution could prolong the life of your furnace while preserving your lungs for klz listeners only receive a free air purification system with the purchase of a high efficiency american standard furnace from absolute electrical heating and air call 720-526-0231 for
6: quality and service beyond compare call absolute electrical heating and air
3: All right, we are back. Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Fast hour today, by the way. And this is a topic we really could talk about for weeks on end. We won't because there's other things we'd like to cover as well. But, you know, producer Ann had a question about countertops. You know, what's the best thing to do? Where do you get them? And so on. And I'll just say it. I don't care. Nobody's paying me here as far as that goes, as far as sponsors or what have you go. I don't like big box stores when it comes to buying, you know, these types of products.
4: No, you can get them more expensive. How long is that? Less expensive.
3: In other places. And, and other better places. quality. And
4: better quality, yes. And,
3: and typically find somebody at other stores that specialize in this, they will help you with this color combo and what works and what services are good. And and you know, they'll even tell you what's trending and whether they think it's a good trend or not. And what I mean by that is here in town and and, and producer Ann, I don't know what you have up there, but here in Denver, we have a store called Flora and Decor. And no, they're not a sponsor, but if you want to buy anything you know, tile or floor-related, bathroom, kitchen, whatever, whatever room. doesn't matter. You, if it's a hard surface that you're trying to do inside of your home, wherever, they've got the product. And if they don't have it, they'll bring it in. They've got really great help there as far as, you know, what works and what doesn't. And it is, by the way, where probably 80% or more of contractors in this town are buying those products from anyways. They're not buying them from the big box stores. They're buying them at Floor & Decor typically. Correct. And not only that,
4: but you get, you can get information from those people there as to how to install. How That's to, right. Yeah, they
3: will even you... do classes and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. so the, and, and and to your point, uh, they also will set you up with who does their countertops. Now, pretty much every city has people that specialize in doing. For example, if you want a granite countertop, they've got the ability to. You know, most most cities have you know pretty pretty good selections of where you go out, pick a slab, decide which one you want. They'll then cut it to whatever dimensions you've got or whatever your contractor wants to do. And that's typically how you would do a a granite countertop. And there are typically, there is here in Denver, people that specialize in doing just that. They don't do anything else. They just sell and install, you know, those types of products is what I'm trying to get at. And and are you better off buying it there than somewhere else? I think so, yes. Now... Depending upon your level of home and what you're trying to do and how long you're going to stay in it and so on, there are a lot of alternatives when it comes to countertops outside of doing a full, you know, granite-type countertop. There's even some guys, and they're really good at it, that can even do tile, you know, really like like a marble tile countertop or a granite tile countertop. And depending upon your home, the size of it and so on, those are things also to consider Charlie made something, uh, a great point earlier, though, especially in the bathroom, though. Just be careful with whatever you choose to do that it's got nice, soft, round edges because slips and falls happen in those areas, and the last thing we want is a really sharp edge that you end up falling and, you know, cutting cutting yourself. I mean, we don't want that.
4: Sure, absolutely.
3: So it's, again, one of those things to consider when you go through all of this. But when it comes to countertops, again, you've got lots of choices, but my recommendation is – not the big box stores. In fact, Dave Hart from Roofmax, one of our great sponsors as well, which, by the way, he's saying that even to get a window, he's got to put a window in his own house. It was just replaced not that long ago, eight to ten weeks to get a window. Ouch. That, that's the supply line end of things right yep. now. But he said, you know, almost always you get better service at the locations we're talking about versus the big box stores as well so you know in any town and this includes you there's typically gonna be somebody in that town like a floor and decor that will have all those products people that can advise you on what to do and they they even work with contractors where if you just need one particular thing done and you can do everything else yourself but you need the countertops installed for example they will typically you know, get you know, send you in a direction where you can get some help with that and get all that figured out as well
4: well not only that but if you if you're on a tight budget and you try to replace your countertops, you can use laminated.
3: You can. You know, countertops. You, you can. You, know, you you certainly can. And there's, again, nothing wrong with that. And a lot of this comes back down to, again, the, the home you've got, the overall value of it. Now, I can say that here in Denver, we're at, you know, 500K and above for an average home price. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, we're kind of into that world here in Denver where, given that, you, you probably can spend a little more money on some of these items than you typically would would, you know be able to do in the past but but i think it's a point point well taken is you know make sure that you're doing whatever you are in the home that fits the home i've seen a lot of folks in my opinion get into trouble because they either have a really nice home and they cheap it up by doing what we're talking about right or they've got a you know average home and they try to make it really expensive by what they've done inside but the house isn't going to carry that value and get that back for them. They may have enjoyed it that whole time, but they're not going to get that value back.
4: And it could be a, a detriment to somebody who wants to buy it because they don't want that particular item.
3: Like the jungle bathroom, for example. Right. Yeah, yeah, those are things that are very, very, very trendy. And And even, folks, when it comes to even the sinks and things like that you choose. Again, I'm one of those where you, if you keep things basic, And standard, and standard colors, and things are just good and clean. And back to Ann's point, they're cleanable, and they look really good when they're clean. To me, when it comes to the the resile side of the fence is the way to do that. Yeah, I was just reminded, too, wife just told me that, yeah, there's also uh, concrete countertops, butcher block countertops, and live edge countertops. There's a lot of those you can also look at doing now that we did not have those options for uh, in, in years past, now concrete I know is expensive unless you do it yourself. If you have somebody hired and come in and do it, they get very expensive. Butcher block, depending upon the size, like a bathroom for example, they're not too bad actually because you just buy a, a slab of butcher block the size you want and you would finish it off, cut your hole in it, install it. You know, put your your you know put your uh, urethane on at the end to keep it protected, and and away you go. And and those actually don't come out too bad. In fact, depending upon your home and the style of it they can end up looking really, really good. I've got a bar area in my house that we actually did that way and, and did a butcher block top, and it actually came out. It, it actually looks really, really good, and most people yeah. wouldn't think about using that for a countertop.
4: No, but they do look very, very They're nice. beautiful. Yes.
3: They're beautiful. So, again, it can be done that way. Bottom line here, folks, again, is do your research, plan for everything. And the other thing, too, that was one of the tips in in our do's and don'ts is Try your best unless you 've got really easy access to the floor underneath. Do your best to not move your you know your appliances or your toilets and things like that around, yes, because as you do, the plumbing will have to change accordingly, so you have to be careful you know what your plan is there, and if you 've got access, crawl space, things like that, okay, well you 've got the ability to move around, redo the floor, not a big deal, but if you 're in an upstairs bathroom and you have no access to what's going on underneath. You better be thinking about all of that because you don't want to be moving the location of some of those items around because, again, that's where it can get very, very costly. So, again, a lot of, a lot of tricks of the trade, and we'll actually put some of these up on Fix It Radio on the website. I send her all the articles that we use today as well so you can reference some of those. But, hey, Drive Radio is coming up next. If you're listening on Tuesday, it's Rush to Reason coming up next. We appreciate you all listening. Questions during the week, again, text us, 307-200-8222. Again, 307 307- 28222 but again drive radio is coming up next Larry thanks for filling in for Dennis I appreciate it glad to do it it's a fast hour we'll be right back though drive radio is next KLZ 560